As always, a big thank you to Myra Green for her music, her composition, Passing Places. You can find out more about Myra Green and her music at myragreen.com or pop on to bonnietours.com and follow her story from there. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of Passing Places. If you are a regular listener, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, it's my dad's regular diary of his travels around Scotland, mainly by motorhome. My name is Caitlin and I often accompany my dad on weekends with our dog Skid. Enjoy the show! Big thank you to Caitlin for doing that introduction for me. That's eight, ten weeks plus since I've last put out an episode of Passing Places, so apologies to all my regular listeners who've been waiting for the next show to appear. It's easy to fall off the routine and very difficult to get back onto it. So on the upside, I have been out in my van throughout that period. I haven't been home and I have audio from all over Scotland. So rather than try and piece together the chronology, I've decided just to bring you right back up to date to where I am and add in these audio files of different parts of Scotland in future episodes. So if you remember when I left you in the last episode, I was heading over to Sky. So I've got a little bit to say about Sky and some audio for you. I've got some sample audio from, I appeared as a guest on the Motorhome podcast. You can find that at motorhomehq.co.uk. And David Guys, who's the host, was planning a trip around Scotland. So we had a a chat about possible routes and they'll give you a little flavour of that. You can also find David's podcast on iTunes. Just type in Motorhome podcast and I'm sure you'll find it. So I'll let you hear that audio in due course as well. And then I've got a little bit of music for you to round up, uh, round off the episode near the end from uh, a person I met who was on a pitch adjacent to me on the Mull of Kintyre and she turned out to have a great voice and played the guitar and she seemed to sing throughout her holiday to relax. So it was quite easy to persuade her to give me a little bit of audio for the podcast. So before we hear David's discussion with myself on his podcast, let's just bring you up to date with my trip to Sky. It was a great meandering drive across Scotland from Kerry Muir. Wonderful weather and great scenery. And about seven hours later, I arrived at the Edinbane Inn uh, towards the, the northwest side of Sky, And had a great evening with Glenn Moyer. He was having a fabulous holiday. was really enthralled by Scotland. And we spent the evening in the pub and had a meal. And it's uh, my intention to get Glenn on to passing places and he can let you all hear about his trip and his reflections on Scotland now that he's back home in America. So I woke up at four o'clock in the morning in the pub car park and because the daylight was so early at that time of year I decided to shoot the crow and head round to a more scenic part of Sky. So this audio is from the little road out of Portree which takes you round the Trottenish Ridge and right round counterclockwise to Uig. So let's listen to this. Well, good morning. You joined me on the the banks of Loch Lethen, which is, well, I'll tell you what that is in a second or two. I'm in the van. It's uh, just after six o'clock in the morning. I've got a very early breakfast on. And I spent last night in the car park at the pub. Spent a good evening with Glenn Moyer. We had a good uh, chin wag and a meal. 
But uh, I woke up in the pub car park in the van this morning about 4 o'clock and thought, well I didn't really have much to drink so let's shoot a crow and get out here. So I've come up to the Trotternish Bridge. Far better to be up here than sitting in a pub car park. And as I came down through Portree, I saw I saw a motorhome parked up in the co-op car park. And there's a little bit of me in that as well as everybody else. But why would you spend the night in the co-op car park of all places? It's this whole thing about feeling safe. So instead, I'm out in a beautiful little lay-by next to a wonderful little loch. And right in front of me, out the front window, is the old man of store and the Trotternish Ridge. And I was looking out to the sound of Rassi with a fantastic orange sunrise coming up over the islands over there. Just a perfect location. And last night the midges came out. The first time the midges have been out. A couple of days early, I usually say the 14th of May. They came out this morning. Sorry, last night and they're out again this morning. So we've got a few things to sort today. We've got the fuses gone in the van. So I've got no way of charging my phone because the cigarette lighter isn't working, the radio's not working. I've had no phone signal for 24 hours, 48 hours. I've got no phone signal here, but I'm thinking of spending the day here. I might even spend the night. Might go around the, the ridge a bit further and see if we've got another place for the end of the day. But I'm certainly going to stay here for a while. See if I can fix the fuse. I'll need to dig around in the glove compartment, see if I've got a, a handbook. Not very into mechanical things, but I like electrical things, so see if we can fix the the fuse. If we can fix the fuse, it means we can charge the phone. It also means we can charge the iPad. And I've also decided to have breakfast. You can probably hear the gas kettle. I've got the gas cooker on. We're having a a very unusual breakfast. We're going extravagant or weird and we're having chicken pakora for breakfast just leaning through my fridge and I bought a whole load of uh, nibbles and ready meals on the basis that they'd be back up for when I was with my sister Katie and brother-in-law Dermot and they've all been left in the fridge so half of them I'll probably have to be thrown out if they don't get eaten today so chicken pakora for breakfast beautiful sunrise of the sound of Rassi and we'll be stuck into a nice cup of tea shortly and I think we're going to spend the day here if I could get some well I won't get any data signal you remember the old days before we had phones mobile phones I was rifling around there looking for the handbook and I found my iPod do you remember iPods and I've got 120 gig iPod and I can't remember it's got something like 3,000 or 6,000 songs on it. Well, what a difference. I picked up there and it looked like ancient technology. I know some of you are probably still into music on iPods, but it just seems like a pretty useless piece of equipment in comparison to a phone. And yet, when I had it working before, it was really good to have all sorts of songs on the speakers within the van. But again, that's back to the fuse. I'll let you fix the radio. But can we survive without any data for another 24 hours? 
I've decided to run the gas down as well. It's quite cold this morning, so we're running the gas fridge, gas cooker. We're having water heated by the gas for the kettle. And uh, I'll find a place in Portree for some another gas canister today. I'd rather not it was empty, and then I can, I've got my spare is empty as well, so I'll get at least one full gas cylinder. It just reminds me of previous Monday mornings in my life where I'd be working all day and up at the same time, sometimes five o'clock in the morning heading off for the airport or somewhere crazy and I'd spend a fair bit of time in queues, traffic jams and everything else and here I am in the most magical of places. The only thing is if you watch a kettle it never boils. So we're just waiting on the water to boil and then we're sorted for the day. I don't know the sky very well, but this area up here, the Trotternish Ridge, is spectacular. And the old man of store, you might have seen it, been here. Uh, have a little Google. Very, very spectacular pinnacle up on the ridge there. There's quite a few others, but that one's very distinctive. Very famous landmark in the tourist uh, videos that you see of Scotland. So we're halfway through the, well I'm halfway through the chicken pakora. I've got Skid sitting here up in two legs. I, it was a bit of fun at the time. We taught him to do what we call a meerkat. If you say meerkat, he sits up and begs. And now he's doing it almost automatically. Whenever he wants attention, you turn around and there's Skid sitting up on two legs, begging. So whenever I sit down to eat, I don't really give him bits and pieces off my food but that's him now he's just come over and he's sitting up with two legs but he sits and begs and then what he'll do after you ignore him for a minute or two he'll start a little growl which is his way of talking to you which is excuse me I'm here and I'm looking for some food and don't ignore me so I'm doing my best to just ignore him and you'll hear his little growl in a second or two that's him getting annoyed not annoyed, but he gets uh, excited about being ignored, so he'll start nudging me and then he'll, you'll hear his little growl at some point and sit and go. Funny skid. <laughs> so what a fabulous scenic road with some amazing places to see. You've got the seascape, you've got the old man of store, the Trotternish Ridge, the Kurang and Kilt Rock. And when I arrived in the little village hamlet of Uig, which is the ferry port for Harris, ferry goes over to Tarbot on a regular basis. I ended up just sitting there for three or four days relaxing. A little cafe in the village where I went down a couple of times and had a, a full cooked breakfast. 
and enjoyed some good weather. And then again, coming back from Sky, the weather was tremendous and what a drive that is from Sky back to Invergari. The scenery is superb. One of the highlights for all the tourists is the Elandoran Castle at Dorney, which is well worth a, a look. I'm sure you've seen umpteen photographs of it online or perhaps you've visited yourself. So what a scenic drive back. But while we're talking about wandering around Scotland, let's uh, have a quick listen to my appearance on the Motorhome podcast. Home podcast this week we have uh, a guest and he's a guest that i really have got to have a big thank you to because uh, i started listening to kevin from passing places uh, about 12 months ago and he really uh, was the inspiration to uh, to doing my own podcast and uh, kevin's given me a lot of uh, help to uh, set it up and, uh, and to give me some great ideas of uh, what I can do with them, and uh, today I can uh, I'd like to welcome Kevin onto the Motorhome Podcast. Hi, Kevin. Hi, David. Thank you very much for inviting me on. It's a real pleasure. I know we've talked about you setting up your podcast, but to be on as a guest is a, a privilege. I've already subscribed and I've listened to all your episodes so far, and I'm looking forward to many more. So, uh, thank you for inviting me on. Um, and then, of course, I think we were trying to head to, head back um, across over to the uh, the east coast. Then um, up Loch Ness, would that be a, a good? See, when you when you're coming off Sky, I mean, I would suggest if I, if I run you very quickly f- from uh, Fort William, say, yeah, if you were in Fort William and you took that what we call the road to the Isles to Malig for the ferry over to Armadale to Sky, yeah, you'll pass the Glenfinnan Monument. And the whole Harry Potter viaduct. Oh yes. Story, yeah. 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 And so you could do all of that on the way over to Malig. When you're coming off Sky, take the bridge to come off Sky, and the bridge yeah. is now free. And you'll you'll it comes over into Kyle of Lacalche. And one little detour I'd suggest is just five miles up the road from the Kyle of Lacalche is the village of Plockton. And it's a must visit. It's a beautiful little village as well with palm trees and uh, two really good pubs with good food. Oh, right. Uh, I don't know if you ever remember a TV series called Hamish Macbeth, but it was filmed in Plockton. But it's a, a lovely place to visit. Yeah. So that's a five, six-mile detour there and five, six miles back. Whether you do that or not, you would then take the road from the Kyle back to Invergary, which is on Loch Ness. It was actually a little bit further south in Loch Ness. But that's a f- spectacular road, and you'll pass Elandonan Castle at Dorney, which is probably the most iconic castle in Scotland. You know, Elandonan is the one with the, the bridge going over to the, the castle. Okay, yeah. If you check that online, you'll recognise it straight away, but uh, a lot of people take that road because of uh, the scenery, but also the option to stop off for the uh, obligatory photograph of Elandonan Castle. <laughs> And that would bring you out to Invergary. Now you could, you could head up the popular side of Loch, uh, Loch Ness, which is the busy side, which is the main road between Inverness and Fort William, really. But you could head down to. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I don't have a map in front of me, but to to the the quieter side of Loch Ness, which is the yep. east side. So from Fort Augustus, take the, the single. It's almost single track, or one. It's not quite full full width. Take that road up the quiet side of Loch Ness to Doors, 
which is near the top Loch Ness. And there's a really nice pub there. And the chap in the car park who lives in the van, who's the Loch Ness Monst. Monst ah, yes. Is there. Yeah. You've mentioned before your podcast, yes. haven't you? Yeah. And I yeah. noticed again there's a, a Brit stop. I think I, I think I know who the people are, actually, but there's a Brit stop just inland a little bit from there. From there, yeah. So that might be a, a quieter way to go. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. And uh, it's no problem driving that road. No, you just take your time. I mean, just just imagine yeah. there's somebody coming around the corner every time you approach the <laughs> corner. Just take it easy. Yeah. And uh, well, it gives you a chance to look at the scenery as well, of course. Yeah, yeah. You get your wife <laughs> to drive you can enjoy the scenery. That's it, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I think, and then from there, um, I think ours, we were thinking then as sort of, uh, well, I think it was two options really. We could have gone down to sort of Abbeymore or we could sort of cut across and uh, sort of take in a bit more of the coast on the, on the uh, east side. What's your thoughts on that, Kevin? Well, if you're around the Inverness area, the along that northeast coast, I'm thinking of uh, places like... Um, Nairn, if you look at your, I don't know if you've got a map there, but Nairn. Yeah, I've got it. Nairn, that's nice right. Some nice villages along. Is that across to Elgin? Yes, that whole. Forest Elgin, yeah, that's because it looks when that would be a drop down then to Aberdeen, wouldn't it? Yeah, the only the only downside is the again the main road between Inverness and uh, Aberdeen is that A ninety six is a very busy main road. Yeah. Now you can come off that road at various points like Burkhead, and you can take in some of the villages further along the coast. You've got Portsoy and Cullen. You've got the yeah. village of Pennon where local heroes uh, filmed. Oh yes. So yeah. You could pop on and off that uh, main road. But that would yeah. be my only uh, negative, is it's the main, it's a very busy road between Inverness and Aberdeen. And then Rob Grant, who you might have seen on the Passing Places podcast Facebook group, yes. he's always doing his well camping up around that northeast corner at Cruden Bay and places. So you can have a word with him on where best to, to go on that corner of the, the country. Yeah. Again, there's uh, some more castles down there as well. I think is it Silence Castle? Silence. Don't I don't know that it's one. Lego. There's a Durator Castle just outside Stonehaven. Again, you you can find pictures of that on the Passing Place Podcast Facebook group. But the Durator Castle, spectacular. Again, one of the most photographed castles. It's sitting out on a a big promontory just off the coast, but you can walk down from the car park. It's only a few miles south of Stonehaven. Oh, yes, I've got it, yeah. Now, in Stonehaven itself, the council used to run the caravan park and it's been taken over by the caravan club a couple of years ago and they've fully upgraded it. And adjacent to the the caravan park is the, it's quite quite famous, the Stonehaven Sea, sea Water Swimming Pool, which is a, a lovely building. It's open-air swimming pool with a bandstand and the building's built around the pool. So Sounds it's lovely. you know you've got yeah. the the um, changing rooms and all that sort of stuff there. It's a great place for a swim, and there's an award-winning chip shop next door as well. So <laughs> and if you want a curry in Stonehaven or whatever takes your fancy, there's plenty of options in Stonehaven itself. Yeah. 
And then you've got the main road down from Aberdeen, goes down to Dundee. And again, you probably want to avoid that if you, unless you want to put some miles in quickly. But you yeah. can take what we would now call a tourist route down that east coast. And you can come down through various places on that east coast, which would be relatively quiet. I've stayed a few places over the last year. At, uh, places like um, St Cyrus, Johnshaven, uh, Montrose. Yeah. You know, all those places down there are, are worth a visit as well. And then I noticed when you were talking in one of your episodes about um, the beaches, was it, what was the beach you were, was it Tentmuir? Uh, Tentmuir, is it? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, which is just the other side of uh, Dundee, isn't it? Is it Tayport? It's just, yeah. I think you come over the, from memory, you come over the bridge, just north of St Andrews, it's that whole estuary. Yeah. Tay is a bit of a, a nature reserve and fantastic beach as well, so. Yeah, that, that looks certainly visit there. And if you had time, David, I can't recommend Fife highly enough, the villages in Fife. If you did get as far as that beach, it's not far on a little road south from St Andrews, you'll come to Crail. I was just in Crail at the weekend there. Oh, yeah, near Fife Ness. Yes, so if you come down to yeah. Crail and then you've got places like Pitt and Weem and all the villages along that coast. So thanks, David, for having me on your show. It was a pleasure. And now that you've been round Scotland on your trip, I'd love to get in touch with you again and get on to passing places and hear about your adventures over the, the period. I'm sure you got right round Scotland. And I'm pretty sure also that you enjoyed some amazing weather because the weather over the last eight weeks in general has been very, very good. I'm saying that when I'm, I've just come into the van. I was sitting out in what is optimistically described as the my sun canopy but in reality it's the rain canopy and I've come in to make this little recording but you can probably hear the, the rain on the van so I'm sitting on a site north of Oban a bit waterlogged and I don't have any electricity so I'm just recording into my little digital recorder but uh, more of that later so where was I? Yeah, I was talking about over the eight weeks I've spent a lot of time on the Mull of Kintyre, it's one of my favourite places and Caitlin loves the Point Sands camping caravan site, it's right on the beach and she enjoys cycling around the site and you get fantastic sunsets. And while we were there, we were, for two or three days, we were pitched next to Hilary Clark, her name turned out to be, a, a lady who was there with her, her family and she was one of these people who unusually for my experience was quite happy to play guitar and sing at a moment's notice she used that to relax so i kept hearing her singing and playing guitar so with uh, not too much uh, arm twisting i persuaded her to give us a tune for the podcast and this is one of my favorite songs caledonia by doogie mclean but just have a listen to hillary singing it really was a pleasure to have her next to the van for those days because the amount of Good music I heard. So here's Hilary singing Caledonia. I don't know if you can see the changes that 
these last few days I've been afraid that I might drift away I've been telling old stories, singing songs that make me think about where I come from That's the reason why I seem so far away today but let me tell you that I love you That I think about you all the time Caledonia, you're calling me Now I'm going home But if I should become a stranger Know that it would make me more than sad Caledonia's been everything I've ever had moved and kept on moving proved the points that I needed proving lost the friends that I needed losing found others on the way I've kissed the girls and left them crying stolen dreams yes there's no denying I've traveled hard with conscience flying Somewhere in the wind Ah, but let me tell you that I love you And I think about you all the time Caledonia, you're calling me Now I'm going home But if I should become a stranger Know that it would make me more than sad Caledonia's been everything I've ever had Now I'm sitting here before the fire The empty room of forest choir The flames have cooled, don't get any higher They've withered now, they're gone But I'm steady thinking, my way's clear So that was great. I don't think I've ever played an entire song on the podcast before, but I hope you find that enjoyable. And uh, I've got one or two other. In fact, I've got another song that Hillary uh, allowed me to record that I might play in another episode. But it was great to meet up with you, Hillary, and maybe we'll catch up somewhere again, perhaps on the Mull of Kintyre. The Point Sands campsite is due for closure this year, so it's unlikely to be there. So, as I say, I'm now... Sitting here, I've started this episode a number of times. I started uh, recording it one day in Kerry Muir. I tried to record it again in Tyndrum or Tindrum, 
And now, as I say, you find me actually recording it uh, a campsite just north of Oban. Can't remember the name of the place, but it's a walled garden, very high wall. And I think it could be quite a sun trap if the sun would come out. And I've been here for a couple of days. I'm going to head off tomorrow. My plan is to go back home to push that door open and see what mail is lying behind the, the door. So uh, apart from that, I'd like to get back off again and try and get into the the routine again of the weekly episode. So I've got a number of uh, bits of technology to pick up from home as well so that I've got all the equipment I need. When I headed off two months ago, I usually have a plan. I don't have a plan, but the plan is sort of to go for a few days somewhere. I didn't expect to be away for two months. So I'll need to get home and get organised and then head off again and catch what's left of the summer and into the autumn because already I can see or sense the seasons are beginning to change. So this was really a, a, a chance to get back back in the saddle, get an episode in the can and get it out there so that uh, we can get back into the routine. So somewhat short and a little bit vague. As I say, I, I'm... Uh, so many different audio files to collect in and put them in some sort of order. But I would hope to be back on the microphone again each week from here on in for a period. you probably find over the year or so that I've fallen off the bandwagon a couple of times, usually for four or five weeks, and this time it was eight weeks plus. So I certainly don't intend to repeat that if I can. So I'll bring this episode to a close just now, but in the coming weeks I'm keen to catch up with a number of people. I've got a uh, contact called Rick who's been on a, an amazing walking journey around Ireland and now in Scotland. He's walked the West Highland Way and he's currently on the Great Glen Walk and I'm really keen to catch up with him before he returns to America. I've also got Joyce and Carlo who I met last year. They're coming over in September for another vacation in Scotland and they're going to be here for the referendum result as is Bonnie Hofkin, who I met last year, another American from California, and she's over on holiday again to be here for the referendum result, but also to take in the islands and a trip in Scotland. So lots of things coming up in the weeks ahead, and I really need to get this weekly podcast out. So I'll play you out just now with Myra Green's music, her composition, Passing Places, and... If you're ever in Scotland, out and about in your travels, I hope maybe one day I'll meet up with you. And in the meantime, stay safe. Thanks. <laughs>